0: 651-3439 Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000 Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios It's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. There are two things
1: that lead me to yes number one would be the fact that they are entering a conference that is more difficult than the conference that they were in which is to say that the loser of the Red River rivalry it can still think that they would be able to get back into the big 12 title race but with the games that are left on the schedule for both Texas and Oklahoma especially later in the season I think that a loss in that game that is going to be not devastating but definitely deflating in terms of in terms of your hopes of winning the Southeastern Conference in your first year of membership.
2: Strong disagreement with whoever the heck that is. Chip. Um,
1: That was Chip.
2: Yeah, you know, hey, that game is incredibly important. I mean, it's going to be more important than it's been in a while since I think we – since the Big 12 went divisionless. Like, whenever it was – you were in the South Division together. I, that game was essentially an early season elimination game for going to doing something good, you that's know? What it, that's what it felt like at the um, time.
1: Most years that would check out, sure. It, oh, wait, it, being it wasn't always the
2: case. Yeah, it, it wasn't always the case, but usually to make the Big 12 championship game, I, the winner of that football game had a huge leg up. Um, and now, whenever, and, and recently winning that game has, has been important, but less important for making the Big 12 championship game. Um, but now, it's going to be back to being critically important because you're not you're not going to be the two best teams in town, right? And I it's it wasn't out of the question previously to lose that game and run the table, right? And you'd be a favorite in every game the rest of the season usually for for both teams. But now it's going to be far more competitive at the top, especially. And you know, it's 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 going to be hard to win out for anyone though. I I Everyone's schedule's gotten more difficult,
1: I, I, not just OU and Texas, and I think that that's kind of the rebuttal back. And and, and another rebuttal to old yeah, Chip is saying, exactly. he's acting like, well, in the past, it didn't really matter who won or who lost the OU-Texas game because the loser was always in the mix to get back to the Big 12 championship game. Well, since they brought the Big 12 championship game back and it was divisionless, there were seven Big 12 championship games from 2017 to this past year and only once did OU and Texas rematch in the Big 12 Championship Game, so the stakes were still very high, even with the Big 12 even only having you know 10 teams at the time. So I, I don't. There, there, there's yeah. a little. There's a little arrogance, I, I think, with the SEC when it comes to these two teams in multiple ways. But there was a video released, I think it was last night, about hey OU Texas game. It's one of the best. Welcome to the SEC. And I feel like at the front end of that video, it it had the the message or the tone of, all right, it was a great game, but it just got better because it was in the SEC. It's almost like, hey, now that you're in this conference, your rivalry game that you've been playing for over 100 years is now officially better than it's ever been because it'll have an SEC logo somewhere. It's like, okay, calm down a little bit.
2: Well, I guess – like, the one thing I will say is, previ- like, it's always been a huge game. Obviously, regionally, between Oklahoma and Texas, the states. Um, and, you know, in the grand scheme of college football, it's always been, by most fans of the sport, considered one of the best rivalry yearly rivalry games. You know, some... Depending on where you are, you may have a different answer as to which one is the best, and that's that makes sense. But I will admit that now that both teams are playing in the Southeastern Conference and that game is now relevant to the race for the SEC championship, I do believe it's going to become... Much bigger because there's going to be a deeper interest in that game from all of the fans of the SEC, if that makes sense.
1: Uh, because yeah. it's
2: going to directly impact, has a potential to directly impact.
1: I know. I, I, I see what you're saying. I was just led to believe that they're the best and the most knowledgeable football fans out there. So with that, they should have been watching it anyway. Oh, yeah. But the right. implications with the SEC, sure. 405 says it just means more, what they laughing face emoji. 918 at the Big 12 is so easy. Why did Texas have such a hard time accomplishing anything? Jeff from OKC, how long do you think us in Texas will be seen as the outsiders of the SEC? Probably until they add someone else, whenever that is.
2: I think until you win the conference.
1: Yeah.
2: When you win the conference, you're, you're officially. Like, in it and recognized as a, like, a true, full member. Because, like, you read the list a couple of days ago. Maybe it was last week. There's, what, four or five schools that never won an SEC championship, right?
1: Well, there's only, like, six. I'm, maybe go back go back. Uh, you have? And find yeah, it. Yeah,
2: you, you read it. I mean... We could probably kick them off. Yeah, Alabama
1: and Auburn have, LSU has, Georgia has, Florida Florida. has, Tennessee has, and I think that's it. I think just six.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's like six. So, like, if you come in and you win it, and there's still a bunch of SEC schools that have never won it, then you pretty much, uh, no matter what they say, have stepped directly in front of them in the food line.
1: I will give the SEC credit for one thing when it comes to this rivalry. Again, it does annoy me that, um,
2: hey, I,
1: it's it's just better now. It's, it's just great. We slap an SEC logo on this game, and all of a sudden your little rivalry game and that cute little conference is improved. But I'm glad they didn't have the arrogance to – try and alter that game and not, not move it to another stadium because I don't think they would have done that, but move it to another date on the schedule. Like I, I love that it's still going to be for the foreseeable future and hopefully always the second Saturday in October because that's, that's where it's always been as long as I've been alive and it just kind of has that unique place on the calendar. We're used to that game happening at that point in the season. I just – I, I like it there. I'm glad they no, didn't try to move
2: you. it. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'm sure that that was like a – we're not – don't even – we're not even engaging in going to the SEC unless this is checked off on right now. Like, that's probably one of those uh, early things. But let me just ask this to play devil's advocate. What if it was on rivalry weekend?
1: Yeah, I just – Last game of the season. No, I – No, uh, uh. Rivalry week is cool. That's that's awesome, but rivalry week isn't so important to me. I don't think everyone's so starved to have a true rival every single year on that weekend that you're willing to alter the game that we talk about the most year in and year out. Like that game is is perfect. Like just don't don't touch it. It's fine where it is. It's great where it is. Don't mess with it. I don't care if it means rotating opponents on rivalry weekend. Fine, whatever. Do what you want there. Just leave that game as it is.
2: I think what you're saying is it's really not OU Texas unless people leave the game with the Longhorn on their cheek or the OU on their cheek Burned into their skin, radiated into their skin, as if they witnessed a nuclear ba- uh, blast. Correct. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and the state fair—that's how it's got to be. The state fair is during that time as well, so you don't want to—you don't want to move it to what well, you, might, oh, you, you, you might. You might. You might. You want to move it to it when be no like one's 2020.
2: <laughs> you don't want it to be like 2020 when there wasn't anyone around. That and was, you could walk
1: out, get in your car, and leave. That was actually kind of awesome for one year and one year <laughs> only. Still the weirdest thing. is like trying to leave late in the fourth quarter to do a postgame show, and we were the only ones walking out, my my wife and I. But, no, I mean, the, the yeah. state fair's there. You don't want to lose that element. That's so right. It'll, it'll, it'll never move, nor should it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Don't touch it. I I agree. I agree. Move it across town well, or I, anything.
2: It's great. It's it, it, There's good and there's bad with it, right? I mean, it can't all be uh, just perfect. You know, you've got to take your lumps. You've got to you got to navigate the, the carnies. You've got to smell the, the beer. You've got to get your damn coins out of whatever the hell or coupons, coupons. whatever that is, now. out of the thing.
1: Noob. You a noob to this yeah. game or what? Coins. It's coupons.
2: You think those things are – can you trade those like cryptocurrency on Coinbase?
1: I think are they
2: at the Texas State Fair?
1: Text line, correct me on this if I'm wrong. Can you, do those carry over to the next calendar year, or to the next State Fair oh, if there's you don't use no them from, from previous chance ones? Chance hell. You can't. Those
2: carry over.
1: Okay. Right. Normally I just Come hand, on. hand the five. Like, all right, hold on, hold on. Here, here's how it always works out. All right, let's just get a beer real quick before we leave. And you're, you're one coupon short. you always one or two coupons short of mm-hmm. getting one beer before you walk out. So either you just leave with four or five extra tickets in your pocket or you just got to give them to someone random as you're walking out. Always. It, never is, fails.
2: it is like an accounting magic trick. Somehow they've conned everyone into spending $100 – whether, I mean, you know, whether you spend $100 or not, like you exchanged your, your cash for coupons and uh, it's already it's a done deal. You've already spent that money whether you exchange it for something or not. I just wonder if how they hold their value against the U.S. dollar. Probably better. The coupons
1: or coupons, if you'd like to say it like Camo Sooner and many others as well, they do carry over year to year. They are good. Uh, apparently, really? they're good forever. Yep. Uh-huh.
2: How about, that? How about that?
1: You can say, they "Well, hell, I got five. On... I'm three short of a beer. Guess I'll save until next year."
2: That's amazing. I bet you can trade for those on Coinbase. <laughs> awesome,
1: <laughs> Coinbase. God, out of here.
2: What's the inflation like with those? I mean, is dude? That's a great have point. The prices yeah. at the fair <laughs> been rising. Yeah. You still got, is the, but. Y- Exchange rate stays at one-to-one, but the uh, the prices yeah. at the fair just continue to climb. You still
1: have uh, four tickets left or four coupons left over from the uh, O2 Texas State Fair. That was good enough for a beer. Uh, now it's, uh, you know, it, you can't get anything there now for four, four I, uh, coupons. I wonder
2: if it's like coins or uh, some vintage dollar bills. Like if your O one one uh, coupons for the Texas State Fair actually are worth more than than the ones you get all you know, oh, the one coupons that's
1: from the Superman game hell yeah I'll take those I think so they're like uh, <laughs> they're like collector's items <laughs> sell them on eBay
2: oh mm-hmm. my gosh well uh, you're you're right it's got to stay there the the date has to stay mm-hmm. there but um, contrary to popular belief the game's always been important especially before big 12 went divisionless and it's going to be incredibly important again as it always has been but yeah because of because of the nature of the the top half of the SEC I mean anyone who plays any tough game and you lose it it's going to be difficult to I mean you're, you're gonna put yourself behind the eight ball trying to win the conference. I mean that's just that's how it is every year for for everyone.
1: Uh, let me read you a to change directions here. let me read you a tweet from Zach Sanchez former sooner. Uh, most of us will okay. remember him if not all of us. Now this has been a highly criticized tweet today. We'll see how you feel we'll see how the text line feels at 12:09 p.m. Central Time today Zach Sanchez said the entitlement of fans is hilarious to me dog LOL. You've put 0% of the time and effort players have, but actually believe you deserve an explanation when 18- to 22-year-old kids make a decision they feel is best for them. Only people in that locker room are allowed to question it. Shrug emoji. What's your Mm -hmm. immediate thoughts there? How do you feel about that?
2: My immediate thoughts are I totally understand what he's saying. I disagree with it, but I understand it. I, you have to imagine, first of all, um, where he's coming from. Uh, is is he still in the league, or is he out? Zach Sanchez. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. He's not.
2: No, he's out. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have to understand that from the second you step foot on campus. Um, all the way through college, again into the NFL, it is to a large degree an us versus them mentality. So, as, as a player and as uh, a coaching staff, you know, you're, you're working your butt off all through the offseason, all through. Um, you know, winter workouts, spring ball, training camp—you're doing everything you can to win football games. And when things don't go well, or you make a mistake, you see it in the paper. And you know, like whether whether people are picking you to be really good, or they're picking you to be dead last in the conference. Like, it's all done from really, I. You don't like most people that are picking it have have never seen a practice, they you know a a lot of people have never never played it or covered it like in a in an in depth uh, aspect. So from that view, it is a all all that all that they try to do is tear us down whenever something happens. So we're not going to listen to what you say good. We're not going to listen to what you say bad. We're not going to get caught up in any of the stories, and any of the controversy. We're just going to put our head down, and we're going to work. Like, that is, and that is, that's preached and coached to you the second you step foot on campus, right? So that's where that perspective comes from. I understand it, and I had the same perspective until... I got on the other side of it and viewed the other side of it. and even then it took me a while to come around. So I, I, under, I, I disagree with what he's saying, but I understand why he's saying it.
1: Yeah, I just think it's almost always going to be a losing proposition if you want to just kind of attack the fans like that that way, mm-hmm. like the people who actually pay for the sport, you know, and, and the reason that those things are around. Yeah, that's absolutely. Just ne- never a absolutely. great way to, to to go about things. Now look not, It's not like, I'm just fans trying to tell have you terrible why takes. No, that. yeah, yeah, no, I get it. It's a good explanation. And fans, yeah, do need to be put in their place at times, for sure. And there's that time and place, but just to kind of group every single fan into one and say, Yeah, you really shouldn't have an opinion that much on this, it's not gonna go over well. It never is.
2: Well, in, in the main like the main reason that argument doesn't work here. Is because the fans happen to be the people that are funding those NIO contracts. Right? I mean that's that's generated from fan donations. Right? So like really that that's the exact people who deserve an explanation. Correct. <laughs> right? Yep, yep. yep, yep. yep. So That's the interesting part of it. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on here from the Falls of Brookhaven.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your own
1: to the falls to brookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. A quick uh, update on what's going on in the transfer portal. Aiden Childs of Oregon State is transferring to Michigan State. That's a big get for Sparty, thought of as uh, one of the bigger uh, portal happenings of the day. This one is from yesterday. Uh, Oklahoma State running back. Uh, Let me me find it here. Jaden Nixon, he hasn't found the team, but he is currently in the transfer portal. He got a lot of carries for them behind Ollie Gordon this year. Right, yeah. And then uh, Malik Murphy, big name, backup quarterback for Texas, is currently in the portal as well. Doesn't want to be, would like to be with the team, uh, but he says, man, if I'm going to do the best for me, I kind of have to enter into the portal now. I thought that he'd be like most quarterbacks in the portal and just find, uh, you know, find different channels to find his team and then wait till after the, the, the playoff. I feel like we've seen that before.
2: Right. Well, um that's interesting. Like what what do you think the pecking order is? I mean, I know DG's already signed. Like he's he's the best quarterback out there that was in the portal. That's usually what starts it and then it kind of follows after that a little bit, right? In order of, of what people think of of the different quarterbacks. E-
1: yeah, I guess again, it just feels like so many guys hit the portal and they already know exactly where they're going. Yeah. I think the two best players in the portal in terms of quarterback, and, and maybe this is just overall at this point, uh Dante Moore, the freshman QB at UCLA, or that, that was at UCLA this past year, and then Cam Ward, who's leaving Washington, uh, Washington State. I just feel like the two best uncommitted quarterbacks at this time.
2: So tell me what the deal is with Dante Moore. I mean, here's a five-star kid, uh, uh, he started some of the season. Did he start the whole season? Did he finish as the starter? I um, I think he, he got.
1: I think he did. He get hurt at one point this year. I'll look and see how many, how many games that he exactly started this year. But he was starting at one point. Uh, what's the deal with him? Well, Seems I mean, kind of
2: weird that he's he's jumping in the transfer well, portal. It seemed it?
1: weird that Caden Green was jumping in the transfer portal, but is he one of these guys yeah. that was a former five star? And, hey, man, he knows by jumping in the portal, let's go see what our options are and let's see how much money we can make. And I, that may be one of those scenarios. I, 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 I yeah. think it could be.
2: Yeah. I guess, and maybe I'm not up to speed, but I didn't feel like he performed all that great. You know, Caden Green's a separate story. As a true freshman playing a physical position like guard in the interior of an offensive line and performing the way he did. Like, I kind of get it. But for Dante Moore, and I know there's going to be some teams out there that are like, would die to have a quarterback like that. I guess I'm just curious why. I wonder if UCLA was like, yeah, go ahead. Go test it.
1: Uh, I Mate, mean, I just they, – they get a five-star – they don't get five-star players year in and year out, especially at quarterback there. I'd, I'd have a hard time thinking that was the case. Looked like he started three games this year. Uh, the Cal game, they lost. The Oregon State game, they lost. And then the uh, Washington State game that they won. And he played in five games this year. Yeah. He's a he, former uh, five-star. Uh, and, and we'll hear from Jaron Kanick at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, but it's just very revealing that – Hey, if you hop in the transfer portal now, um, you're going to get paid a lot more money than guys who stay at the same. So, like guys who hop in the portal get paid more for guys who just kind of stay at the same school. Like it's just, it's just kind of how the the market works these days. It's very interesting comment. We'll get to it in
2: thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's true. I mean, it's. I, that may not always be the case, but for the most part, if you are a if you are a hot commodity, the open market auction is probably where you're going to get the most money. I mean, NFL free agency. I right, you take a a left tackle, and everyone is is going to look at that tackle see how they played, evaluate, kind of look at the league in order of who's paid the most and and kind of slot that guy with what they think. And most people are probably going to value the player at about the same valuation. So in order to get him, you're going to have to go above Correct. the yep. the real price. Yep. You're going to have to overpay, and sometimes you have to – way overpay other times you have to slightly overpay but that's kind of how the the free agency market works um you know so that's mostly true but there also tends to be like especially some young guys and and i guess even older guys that may overvalue themselves Oh,
1: you, as, you think? You think that's not yeah. going on? Or parents overvaluing their kids maybe a little bit as well if they're, if they're making yeah. the decisions? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's the case. Um, there's a lot of that going Sam on. Sam Franklin Jr. committed out of the portal from Tennessee. Martin, two, um, uh, he's got two years of eligibility. But he committed yesterday. and right. he, he has won a 30 finalist for the Walter Payton Award, which is essentially an Offensive Player of the Year award uh, given out to players at that level. So that's awarded in January. We'll see if Sam Franklin Jr. is a Walter Payton Award winner uh, when he is uh, on campus. But two years of eligibility left, had offers from USC, Arkansas, and South Carolina. All right, let's get to uh, text, and a lot of text on the Zach Sanchez tweet. If you didn't see the tweet, it says, Zach Sanchez, former Sooner, the entitlement of fans is hilarious to me. Dog, LOL. You've put 0% of the time and effort players have, but actually believe you deserve an explanation when 18- to 22-year-old kids make a decision they feel is best for them. Only people in that locker room are allowed to question it. Shrug emoji. And we've got uh, a ton here. 405, without fans, sports do not exist. Players get paid now. We need an explanation. N- yeah. Nine one eight. While players are the program, just ask Bob Stoops. Fans live and die by OU football. Zach was here. How long? I'm sixty years old. In about fifty two years of that time, I've lived through the good and bad of OU football. Don't bite the hand that feeds slash fed you, Zach. No player owes an explanation to any fan. Doesn't mean that they are immune to criticism either.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I. I I feel like there's a little bit lost in translation. Um, I think what Zach is is you know probably means and where it comes from is I these guys are up there doing everything they can to win. I you don't know what they have to go through in order to do that and how difficult it is and the pressure you're under. So whenever you criticize them, uh, you you're not valuing at all what what they go through in order to try and go out there and win. And on the flip side, the fan says, "You have no idea how much I've invested in that program. I've I've paid uh, season tickets for you know some people have had season tickets for 80 years or whatever you know." Um, made countless donations, supported the program, went to games whenever uh, the team wasn't very good. Like, people have been there through thick and thin and invested countless uh, time and, and money into the program. So they feel like, you kidding me? I absolutely am part of the program and can criticize whenever I see fit. So I, I get both sides. Um, I mean, I I guess I'll, I'll say this, you maybe do deserve an explanation, but you're not going to get one. And even if you do get one, it ain't going to make you happy.
1: Not in, not not in this scenario that we're all talking about here, where that tweet was kind of, you know, the original idea was born from, which is the Caden Green situation. But I'll, I'll just go back to what I said. Um, that's fine. He can he can have that opinion. I just think it's pretty much always going to be a bad deal, especially for a former player, the to kind of, you know, I don't want to say bite the hand that feeds, but go after or say that to the fan base that way. That's that's just not going to end up, end up going well.
2: It never is. Um but, you know, the other part of that is you know, m- usually players and former players are going to lean towards defending the current players that the fans are out to to get, you know? Sure. I mean that's just that's just kind of how it's always going to be. Few for more the most part. let's
1: hit a break after this few more. Brent from Jinx couldn't disagree with Zach Moore. Our money is now going directly into their pockets. It's just like NFL now. Put your big boy pants on. Can we question now? Yes. Do they have to explain? No. Um, Josh and Tulsa says there's no brand loyalty anymore, which is sad. And someone is asking if he's related to Joey Galloway. That's from Lost City Sooner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Low blow well, there. Low blow. I mean, here's the other – this is the other part of it, too. Um, I, you have to recognize that Kane Green is still – he's still young – and I know he's getting money to play football, NIL money, so it's it's welcome to the big leagues. But he's still young, and I don't know where he's getting advice, but he's getting it from somewhere. And especially if it's family. I, I put myself in his shoes if I was 18 years old and I was a freshman. And my dad was and I'm not saying this is happening, but if my dad was telling me that I need to do this and I need to do that and this is what's best for you, I, I'd have a really hard time by not following that advice. At 18 you years old, sure.
1: yeah, not now, but at 18 years, especially years old. Whenever,
2: sure. Especially whenever there's a big paycheck on the other side of it, right? So, I mean, you do have to keep that in mind. All right, quick out. More from The Rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church, it's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. And- Oklahoma needs more doers, and doers don't wait. More Norman Tech, powered by Oklahoma Career Tech.
1: That's so What Got Teddy's Eye, brought to you by Yalaghazni Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? Yalagazni Law, communication is a priority. That's Yalagazni Law at 405 800 80 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is.
2: Well, uh, I've only got one story today because of the time frame we're looking at, and uh, I may be stealing one from you, but ticket prices for... The home games next year, already Ooh. going up, up, up. 450 bucks for the Oklahoma-Alabama football game.
1: Yeah, it's, now, if someone offered I'm me just, $450 for my tickets right now, I'm no, I'm not missing the OU-Alabama game next year. No, thank you.
2: R- right. Now, I don't – I mean, I'm just – I saw that on a uh, – on a tweet, so I I don't know that those are verified or that's verified price, but OU Alabama 430, OU Tennessee 280, OU South Carolina 250.
1: So no surprise there. The market says that the OU Alabama home game is the most anticipated of the 2024 season. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tennessee's the first one, but Alabama's the best one. Four? Well, you said 450
2: for uh, for a ticket. I- I did, but it's four thirty after I okay. Brought it well, back up and to then you calculate
1: again. the fees. They're fifteen hundred dollars after we get <laughs> done with the fees there.
2: Boy, ain't that the truth? so?
1: Let's just say four fifty. Text line for those of you that have season tickets or tickets to that game. If someone offered you four hundred and fifty dollars for each ticket that you have, would you take that right now, or would you tell them to get stuffed with that? Well,
2: price? here's the here's the real question though, because that game is November twenty third. Like. What's our record, and what's their record going into that game? Doesn't matter. It's still
1: OU Alabama after a decade of crap home games, so it's still going to be awesome regardless. That's true. It's still going to be – That may
2: factor into people's – whether or not they would sell, though.
1: Okay, my first one is uh, also about ticket prices. Your ticket price is $450. Do you have change in your pocket by chance? No, I'm one of those millennials that only uses a card for everything these days. But during the break, if you can go out to the parking lot and find two Mm -hmm. quarters, if you can find up a way to to get 50 cents, then you can Mm -hmm. go to an NFL game this weekend. Uh, The Atlanta Falcons will play at the Carolina Panthers on Sunday at noon, and ticket prices online on the secondary market are going for 45 cents apiece. I'm looking at two different... Uh, two two different uh, seats here. Section five thirty-two, row eighteen. Section five thirty-two, row twenty. Going for forty-five cents each. Wow. ay
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's almost not even worth like screwing with. You know, forty-five cents a piece. I mean, should almost just open it up and say general admission. That's crazy for an NFL football game. I mean, I understand. Mm-hmm. It's not like this is the only uh, meaningless game late in the season that the NFL plays. That's crazy. I feel like
1: this is the easiest decision that i that I've seen today. Um, Oklahoma City's triple A baseball team will undergo a brand identity transition over the next two years to develop a fresh local team name. Even though the team is changing its name, it will remain the Dodgers triple A affiliate. So, The team will remain in OKC at the ballpark with the Dodgers as the affiliate. The name just won't be Oklahoma City Dodgers anymore. Just change it to the 89ers. It it seems pretty easy to me. Most people want the 89ers. That's the identity of minor league baseball, I think, for the most part in OKC. 89ers, bam, fixed it for you guys.
2: Um. Do you know, like, what is the catalyst for this? Is this like a, the Dodgers say you can't use our name anymore? Or is it Oklahoma City saying no, I would we'd doubt- like to market ourselves? Yeah,
1: I think it's more of that. Like, maybe like to market ourselves. Maybe the um, the, the Dodgers brand around here just doesn't. I, I just feel like a unique local yeah. tie would probably work better. I don't know how many more fans you could expect if they changed the name to the 89ers. But, People would be talking about that baseball team more than they have been in a while if they changed the name back to 89ers.
2: Yeah, and uh, sign me up for going and watching uh, Otani rehab That'd stand. be sweet.
1: That'd be sweet.
2: Him slamming uh, moonshots over <laughs> the parking garage in the in left field. Uh.
1: I don't even need to stay for the game, just if he takes batting practice at the Brick. That'd be awesome. No him off the parking garage out there. That'd be sweet. That'd be great. Uh, Jalen Milrow is coming back for the 2024 season. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone that follows college football, but probably going to see old Milrow in Norman next year when people are selling their tickets for $450 apiece.
2: Well, yeah, and he will probably – at least it's my guess as we sit here right now, enter the season as the Heisman frontrunner, right? Ye- Perhaps depending on what happens in the playoffs. They win the national championship. Regardless.
1: The answer to that is 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 yes, yeah. He and Quinn yeah. Ewers might be one and two next year. And Gabriel mm-hmm. be somewhere in the uh, top five, uh, most likely. At least a lot of early lists I've seen has him right there uh, around the top five. Kansas, yeah. you know, they're doing – big renovations to their football stadium. The booth is what they call it up there. But yes. the the way the construction is going, they may not be able to play football games at their home stadium in 2024. So they have reached out to the Kansas City Chiefs to potentially play all of their home games in 2024 uh, at Arrowhead Stadium instead of in Lawrence, Kansas.
2: Well, uh, but they're kind of late doing that, aren't they? I mean, I, and here's the—I I just how thrilled are the Chiefs going to be? That's a natural Not grass, surface. yeah. It's
1: all ripped up the day the, the day that you're playing on it. That's—I don't think they're crazy about that idea at all.
2: Now, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a business and probably and I don't know does the does Kansas City own that stadium or does uh, the hunt family? I don't no know No idea but uh, money talks you know if if you pay the right price or we get the right portion of your ticket sales or however that works, they probably do it as long as the schedules match up uh, okay.
1: Last one I have real quick, uh, Andrew Rame got a Senior Bowl invite. So, best of luck to him. Good nice. for him. Big deal. Yeah, Senior Bowl invite. Go
2: Rame. Good for him. I think he can, I think he can be a maybe a third, fourth-round draft pick at center. We'll see. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army, get the app, tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now see. The OU men's basketball team is a perfect 9-0 on the season, following a huge win over the Arkansas Razorbacks last weekend. If you haven't seen these guys yet, you need to check them out this Saturday. Service to the Max.
1: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bring you the sour of the rush. OKC Dodgers changing their name, and I said anything but the 89ers would be a disappointment. It's an it's an easy answer there, easy replacement. Some agree, most disagree. We got a texture of the 240 state of Maryland that says anything but the 89ers is a failure, but most disagree and want the name to be the 69ers. Um, I can't, <laughs> can't believe we didn't think of that. No, name like, has to be the 69ers. Yeah. Mike Howard says call them the OKC Otani. Uh, Shark says they will be called the OKC Baseball Club this season. Interesting.
2: I don't, I don't mind mm. that. That's kind of cool.
1: 515 State of Iowa. My son Hudson Miller just committed to play tight end for Drake University. Can he get a shout out? Yes, he can. Hudson. Don't go to Drake to play tight end. Please come to OU to play <laughs> tight ends. We need you. We need you, Hudson. No, congrats. That's cool.
2: Yeah, that is awesome. Where is Drake?
1: I think it's in Iowa. I don't
2: know exactly is right? where.
1: I, th- I think it's in the state of Iowa. Here, let me okay. let me Google it real quick.
2: Very cool. Uh, don't let him turn you into a fullback. Des Moines is where it's at. Oh, nice. Des Moines is actually a really cool city. Never been there.
1: Nice. It's very nice. What's cool about Des Moines? Just the bar scene, or what? It's
2: well, I mean, it's got a, it's got a cool downtown, super super clean. At least the areas I went to, um, like there's plenty of uh, like bars and restaurants, and man, it's just really cool. Sounds like my Always description surprised. of
1: Salt Lake, but without the mountains. Super clean, yeah, awesome that's, downtown, that's, a lot of cool bar area. That's same Very thing, similar, but without very the mountains. Similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salt yep. Lake is Des Moines, but with mountains. That's that what's what we've established here.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, it's basically the well, same thing. congratulations and good luck at Drake. We'll see how that goes. Here is a cool.
1: Here's a cool NIL deal going on in Salt Lake, by the way. Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, go- happenings there, uh, the women's basketball team and the volleyball team. They were all in the uh, arena last night, and there were curtains up. Like, hey, we got a surprise for for our athletes of at these sports. The curtains fell, and they, there was a 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokee and a 2024 Ram 1500 Big Horn truck. And, and they the had deal to fight is, each
2: other to. In the winner got to take the vehicles. Well, yes, yeah, that <laughs>
1: yeah. In the Hunger Games edition of this scenario, yeah. yes, that's what happened. No, um, the, in one of the largest team NIL deals in sports, Utah's Crimson Collective just surprised its basketball and gymnastics athletes with the choice between one of the two cars. And I think the wow. deal is, is that the lease and insurance costs are being provided by the donors of the Crimson Collective for as long as each student is eligible. So as long as you're there, you get to pick out which one you want between those two cars, And that NIL Collective pays your lease. Um, If you transfer, you got to give it back. I'm guessing when you graduate, you have to give it back as well. The football team has it too. I mean, you got a campus that basically everyone's driving the same car. At least that's what it looks like. But who cares, man? That's that's awesome.
2: Oh, my God. Can you – for anyone out there that has to pay car insurance for their kid, can you imagine – the insurance tab, the NIL is paying wow. on a couple of hundred late teen, early twenty drivers now we know in what brand Caden, new vehicles. Now we know what Caden
1: <laughs> Caden Green's dad was thinking, huh? Now he's now now it's not so shady uh, my, anymore, huh?
2: My gosh, that bill has to be incredible. All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next here at the Falls of Brookhaven.
0: You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the REF Sports Radio Network. It's football season.